0: You are listening to the Woman of Faith Podcast, hosted by award-winning author and transformation coach, Nancy Ruffin. Whether you're establishing your faith journey or just getting started, the Woman of Faith Podcast is passionate about sharing stories of faith that will inspire you to boldly live the life you were created for. If you're ready to elevate your faith and step into who God created you to be, then you're in the right place. So let's get started. Welcome back to another episode of the Woman of Faith podcast. Y'all, we are on season three. Can you believe it that we are three seasons in to this amazing podcast that is dedicated to empowering women of faith to step into their purpose, embrace their calling, and Fearlessly pursue the life that they were created for. I am your host, Nancy Ruffin, and I am passionate about sharing inspiring stories that will uplift you and equip you to elevate your skills, business, and life. See, as women of faith, we often encounter challenges and opportunities that call for our unwavering courage and determination. On the Women of Faith podcast, we dive into the personal journeys of women who have harnessed their power of faith to overcome obstacles, break through limitations, and achieve their dreams. And on this season, I have some really incredible guests that I'm going to have on the show, um, primarily because the way that I feel we get... Inspired and motivated is by listening to the stories of women who have overcome some of the most insurmountable odds and have succeeded in the process. I want this podcast to be your go to resource for stories of triumph, guidance, and actionable insights. Here, I believe that faith is the driving force behind unleashing our full potential and creating a positive impact in the world around us. Because honestly, at the end of the day, if we are not living to serve, to contribute, to make an impact, then what are we doing with our lives? You know, we were not created simply to wake up every morning, go to work, pay bills, and then repeat. Like, this is not a wash and repeat cycle, right? The goal is that we do something with our lives, that through our lives, we impact others, that we contribute to the world around us. And in doing that, we create a legacy that is centered on something bigger than ourselves. So, If you are a woman of faith, seeking inspiration, and a supportive community, then look no further. You are in the right place, you have found the right podcast, and you have connected with the right community. Because together, we'll discover how to align our actions with our beliefs, amplify our voices, and boldly live out our unique calling. So, now that I've done my intro... Um, Let me catch you guys up on what I've been doing because it's been a busy past couple of weeks. Ever since I got back from Italy, I have been nonstop. I think as I may have shared on previous episodes earlier this year, my family and I moved into a new home. We are in a new town. And with all of that comes new school districts, um, new... It's just like... New things, new experiences—not just for us, but for our children—and one of the things that was weighing heavy on my mind and my heart for the past or so seven months, like for the past seven eight months that we've been living in our new home, was the transition of my children from their old schools to a new school, and it's not just a new school, but it's a new district. And so I was a little worried. I was a little bit concerned because I wasn't sure how they were going to adapt. I wasn't sure if they were going to be accepted. You know, as parents, we want to shield and protect our children from everything. And one of the things that I've discovered on this parenting journey is that the older our children get, the more independent they become and the less. We are able to protect and shield them in the ways that we want because we have to let them grow up. We can't keep them, you know, in a cage. We can't keep them close to us as bad as we might want to do that. We have to kind of let them spread their wings and soar. And so, even though this is just a small milestone, right, I recognize that it's going to get worse, right? They're gonna go to high school one day, they're gonna start driving, then they're gonna go off to college. And it's like, how do we let our children go and grow into the human beings that God has created them to be? And so for me, a lot of this season has been really about surrendering to God and trusting that they were gonna be okay And that all of my worries and fears were really just the enemy's way of trying to um, disconnect me uh, from God's promise that he's always going to protect, that he's always going to provide, and that we're always going to be good. And so back to school came and went, and it was a success. The kids, um, I think this is their second full week of school. um, And both of them have adjusted incredibly well. They both have already made friends in their classes. They also have started their extracurricular activities. My oldest is doing gymnastics. The younger one is doing dance because if you've been following me on any social media, you know that Alexa (laughs) is the performer. She is the rapper. She is the dancer. She is not shy about her gifts and her talents. And she steps fully into them, you know, and watching her be that way kind of forced me to think about in what ways as adults do we shy away from the things that we loved to do as children, right? One of the things that I'm really conscious about with my kids is continuing to encourage the things that they love to do. like I I want Alexa to continue to be as confident as she is. I want her to explore her creativity. I don't ever want her to feel self-conscious about what other people might say or think. And I think that that's what happens to so many of us, that there are things that we love to do when we're children and somewhere along the way, someone says something to us about the thing and then we become self-conscious about it. And so then we start to retreat into ourselves. We start to shy away from the thing that we're passionate about or the thing that, that we love. And then we start to conform into what society uh, tells us that we should be doing. We conform into what our parents might tell us that we should be doing. And then we create these lives for ourselves as adults that we, where we feel unfulfilled where we feel like something is missing, where we feel like we're just kind of going on the hamster wheel and going through the routine of life because we find ourselves stuck in this the in this wall or this prison of being like of conforming to the world around us instead of breaking free from that and really tapping into the thing that makes us special, that makes us different, that makes us unique, that makes us stand out. And then we get to a point in our lives where we realize that we're miserable and we realize that we're not happy. And then there's a lot of unlearning that we have to do, right? And so some of us then seek therapy. Some of us uh, hire performance coaches or life coaches because we are craving the, the connection to who we were before the world told us who we should be. And so there's so many lessons that we can learn from just simply watching children, not just our children, but like any child. Um, And so if you have young children in your life, start to pay attention to them. Start to see how they live their lives so carefree, so full of joy, so full of life. And then ask yourself, how can you tap into that childlike part of yourself? Because this week, one of the things, the main topic for this week, and the thing that I want to talk about is how do we tap into our purpose? How do we discover our purpose? so that we can use that to serve others so that we can use it to make an impact in the world and also how can we turn our purpose and our passion into profit how can we make a living living or how can we earn extra income by doing the things that we love and by tapping into the purpose that god created us for like all of us have been created for a specific reason, for a specific purpose. And that is what I want us to get into in segment two. Um, But I also wanted to share that this past weekend, I had the opportunity to attend the Hip Hop Forever concert. This year is the 50th anniversary of hip hop. I am a product of the hip hop culture. I was raised on listening to hip-hop. My dad was a DJ. And I remember growing up in Brooklyn um, in the bedroom that I shared with my sister. That is where my dad would keep these two giant speakers. He calls them earth speakers. I don't even know if they make these kind of speakers anymore. But they were huge. And he would stack them, one on top of the other. And me and my sister would climb these speakers that on top of each other, they almost touch the ceiling in our bedroom so we would climb these speakers and then jump off the speakers like this was our idea of fun right and when you live in the hood and when you grow up with limited resources and not having that much you find creative ways to keep yourselves entertained because back then we did not have ipads or iphones or any of these gadgets um, that the kids have today to keep themselves entertained but I say all that to say that hip-hop has been such a huge influence on who I am. I love, first of all, I love music. I love rap music. I've been listening to music since um, Audio 2, Eric B and Rakim, uh, The Furious Five. And then, of course, like modern day, my favorite rapper is Jay-Z. If you've been following me for years, then you know this um you know so i i was just overjoyed to be in Madison Square Garden over the weekend just listening to a lot of the music from my childhood um Greg Nice from Nice and Smooth performed EPMD performed uh, Diddy was there of course uh, Wu-Tang Clan was there my absolute one of my top 5 Favorite hip hop groups. The other hip hop group is a tribe called Quest. Um, There are others. um, Like I, I love Mob Deep also. But like for me, like the top two are Wu Tang, a tribe called Quest. Um, Who else was there? And then of course the Queen of Hip Hop Soul, Mary J Blige. Um, It was all in all, it was an incredible show. Um, What I wanted to share about this specifically was that it was a date night for me and my husband. And the reason why I want to share that is because when you are married, and when you have children, it becomes really easy to put all of your focus and attention on the kids. And it becomes really easy to focus all of your effort on parenting. And you sometimes can lose sight of nurturing your relationship and nurturing your marriage. And so being intentional about carving out time To do fun things, to spend time with your spouse and partner is so critical to making sure that you have a healthy marriage. Because what can happen is if all of your focus and effort goes on solely raising your children, that you disconnect from your partner, what's gonna happen is that when your kids get older, when they go away to college, when they move out of the house, you and your partner will be virtual strangers because you did nothing to create the intimacy and to maintain the connection and the bond that you had when you first got together. So when you have kids, when life starts lifing, when you're super busy, even in the midst of all of that, it is super important to make sure that you are pouring into your relationship. Because as you know, what you neglect dies. And you don't want your relationship to wither and die. So you have to be intentional about pouring into your relationship and pouring into your partner. Last thing I want to share before we get into tonight's uh, today's topic is my Unleashed cohort, which is launching next month. This is the second go-round For the Unleashed cohort, um, the first time I had it over the summer, I worked with six women who had incredible breakthroughs um, throughout the eight weeks that we met. This time we're digging a little bit deeper um, and this cohort is really going to be focused on purpose and helping you identify that thing that you were created for. And so the Unleashed cohort is my signature group coaching program that helps you align your goals, desires, and actions with your God-given gifts in order to fulfill your purpose in this world. And I stress that it's group coaching because I still do individual one-on-one coaching for those who want a more personalized experience. I personally appreciate the coaching, the group coaching program more than the individual one-on-one because I really feel that growth um, happens when it's done in community. You make these bonds with these individuals who are on the same journey as you are. You get to hold each other accountable. You become each other's cheerleaders and support system when things get rough and you're not in it alone. This is why I appreciate the the coaching program, the group coaching cohort. And so for me, it's really important to, to to offer this to women because so many women flow through life instead of taking focused and intentional action and curating a life that they love and are passionate about. Like at some point, you have to look at your life and ask yourself, like, is this the direction I want my life to continue going in? Do I want to continue just going with the flow? Or do I want to take inspired action and create the life that I want to live? Because I don't want you um, to, to believe that what you have in your life is all that you are ever meant to have. Life is so grand. There is so much more to you and to to what you can accomplish Throughout your life. And I don't know what you've been led to believe about your life, but I'm here to remind you that you do not have to settle, not in your work, not in your relationships, not in your finances, not in your health and wellness, or even in your dreams. You see, you can have more than one dream and you can reinvent yourself because who you were and who you are today is not tied to who you are becoming. You are allowed to grow, to expand, to transform, and become someone completely brand new. But the thing about transformation is that it doesn't happen simply because you think about it. True transformation occurs when you take inspired action, when you commit to the process, and when you show up for yourself, even on the days when it's hard. So this cohort is designed to challenge you, to shift you, and to awaken your soul to its purpose and to help you unleash all of the power, all of the potential, and all of the passion that's been bottled up within. So if you are tired of feeling unhappy, unfocused, or feel like your life is out of control, then this program is for you. If you feel that you're ready to expand your self-awareness and create a life of ease, joy, and fulfillment that is centered on the things that you are passionate about, this program is for you. If you're ready to hold up the mirror and do the work necessary to uncover and identify your triggers and your limiting beliefs, your negative mindset, and understand how your thoughts, actions, and choices have contributed to your current life, then this program is for you. If you want to connect with like-minded women, this program is for you. If you're ready to honor yourself and expand in every area of your life, if you're ready to manifest that dream, that goal, and really create a plan and work through it for the nine weeks that we meet, this is the program for you. The time to invest in this and in yourself is now. Now, this program is not for you if you are not ready to commit If you have no desire to evolve and grow, if you do not want to create an intentionally designed life, if you don't want to develop an abundance mindset, if you don't want to be supported, if you're not ready to take accountability, like if you're not ready for any of that, then this program is not for you. And lastly, if you can't commit to the entire nine-week program, then don't do it. Because I require and I expect that the people and the women who join, give it their all. Because all I can do is guide you, provide you with the tips, provide you with the tools, give you the encouragement, the support that you need, but I cannot do the work for you. You have to do the work for yourself, but I do make a guarantee. I guarantee that if you show up and you do the work, that your life will start to change. That is my guarantee. And I can guarantee that because I have seen it with every single woman that I have worked with and has shown up and has done has done the work and the testimonies speak for themselves. You know, so if you want to learn more about this program, head to uh my website www Dot I am Nancy and you can click on the tab, I believe, that says how you can work with me, and that will link you directly to all of the details for the cohort. You can also click the link in my bio on my Instagram page, and you can have all the information, you'll find all the information there. But I would encourage you to stop wasting your time if you have thought about investing in coaching if you are really ready to launch that business that idea the podcast whatever it is that you've been thinking about and for whatever reason you haven't done it because you're afraid or you don't feel like you're qualified enough or you don't think you're going to be supported because you don't believe anybody's going to buy your product or read your blog or listen to the podcast all of that is rooted in limited beliefs and negative thinking And so you have to work through that so that you can realize and recognize that if God gave you the vision and the dream and the idea, that he will also give you everything that you need to make it manifest. And he will also give you the customers, the clients, the the listeners, the readers, or whatever it is that you need to be successful in that thing that you've been called to do. Because God has given you that for a specific reason because he knows that no one can do it like you can. So even though there are others that might be doing the same thing or something similar, honey, you are the secret sauce and you have to start believing in the gift and in the talent and in the expertise that you possess either through natural God-given talent or skills and expertise that you have learned throughout your life. All of it. God will use to elevate you, but you have to be bold enough, confident enough, and courageous enough to step into it. So when we come back, segment two, we're going to delve right into discovering your purpose and how you can turn your passion into profit. Stay tuned. You are tuned in to the Woman of Faith podcast. Make sure you subscribe and leave a review. Thanks for listening. All right, welcome back. We are diving right into this week's topic, which is how to discover your purpose or discovering your purpose and how to turn your passion into profit. Uh, And this is important to talk about because I know that we live, we're living in a time where people are just tired of working jobs that they don't love. People are tired of giving their all to companies that don't appreciate them or value them or really don't give two craps about them, right? I mean, we have seen so many companies terminate individuals right in the midst of the pandemic, the employees that had dedicated years and years and years of service when they didn't want to get the vaccine, these companies let them go, you know, without any uh, consideration as to their reasoning. Like, so there's so many reasons why, at this time, at this day and age, people are looking to tap into. The thing that they were created for, they're trying to discover their purpose and figuring out how can they use that purpose, not just to serve others and have an impact, but also uh, create a livelihood um, out of that. And so for that reason, I wanted to have a podcast centered on Discovering Purpose because I wholeheartedly believe that each and every one of us is created for a specific reason. No one is here by mistake. It's not like God said, oh, I'm just going to make you for no reason just so that you can take up air and space. No, I believe that God has created all of us to fulfill a specific calling to advance his kingdom. And so you're necessary to that goal and to that call. And so for, for me, I want to share my own personal story about how I came to discover my purpose. Because so many of us, especially as women of faith, especially those of us who are entrepreneurs, entrepreneurs Um, we are trying to figure out what we have been called to do and how to live it out, not just through our lives, but through our businesses while serving others. And I know that there might be someone out there, it might be you um, who is feeling lost and unsure of what you've been, of what you were created to do. And for me, Um, what I encourage you to do is to kind of just take a look at who you are or who you were when you were younger. What are some of the things that you enjoyed doing? Because sometimes our purpose is right in the midst of everyday things that we enjoy. And we don't realize it because we believe that purpose has to be this huge thing. And reality, it's it doesn't have to be. It could be a small thing that has a huge impact. And so for me, I found my purpose through my love for writing and storytelling. And it was through that passion that I was able to unlock my potential for helping others through my words. And and that was how I started to really tap into the God-given gift of writing that God had given me. See, I have been writing since elementary school. I was always a very active um, learner and I was a very avid reader. So for as long as I can remember, I loved reading. I was involved in, like heavily involved in the library, at my school. I was like a, a, a library assistant, the library's helper, and every opportunity that I got to be in the library, I was there. I entered storytelling contests where I would like memorize my favorite books and then enter contests to, to see who was the best storyteller. Um, in fourth grade, I, I think it was fourth grade. My, 1986, I think, was the year. Um, As part of a project that my library teacher um, had started, it was called The Big Book Project. I wrote and published my first book and it was titled How the Pig Got Its Curly Tail. (laughs) And yeah, it sounds really silly, but that project really unleashed something in me uh, and, and I guess... That was where the author in me was born. And I have been writing ever since. I mean, I have journals and journals and journals of of writings. I journal my prayers. I mean, I write everything. And so I say all that to say when the internet first started becoming popular and when blogs first started becoming popular, I want to say back in maybe 2010, I have to go back and, and look to see when my, my first book was published, Welcome to Heartbreak. But that book was created out of a blog that I had created on WordPress.com. I created a blog before blogs were even a thing because like, everybody's blogging now. But back then, people weren't blogging as much. And so I created a blog on WordPress.com called Welcome to Heartbreak, just as a way to kind of document my life and my ideas, my thoughts, opinions, just as a way for me to write and to have a record of it. Because one of the things that I'm also very uh, passionate about or obsessed with is legacy and what I leave behind when I'm no longer here. So I want, to leave behind something that I'm gonna be remembered by, and for me, it's my words, it's my books, it's my writings, and so this is why I document everything. It's also why I take so many pictures because I never want to forget like the important moments of my life. And I know in this day and age, everybody's taking pictures and posting it on on the gram, you know, as a way to kind of show off or highlight what they're doing. For me, taking photos has always been a part of who I was. I think it's also a part of my creative expression. I remember, um, back when I was blogging, um, I had asked my dad, I remember for Christmas, he was like, well, what do you want for Christmas? Um, do you want to a pair Louboutin shoes or do you want like a really, uh, professional camera, you know? And at that time I was really into brand name things, brand name shoes, you know, brand name bags, all of that stuff. So yeah, the Louboutin shoes, Um, were tempting, but I chose the camera, the professional camera. It was a Canon. I still have it because photography was also a passion of mine and it was uh, a skill that I wanted to develop because I took pictures all the time. And so, like I said, for me, legacy has always been really important because I want to leave something behind for the world to remember me by when I'm no longer here. But I say all that to say that from that blog, I wrote and published my first book. And when I wrote that first book and I shared it with the world and people actually bought it and I got feedback where the readers were saying how inspiring it was or how they saw themselves in my stories or they were sharing how they too could relate Welcome to Heartbreak was a very personal story because I share so much of the heartbreaks that I've experienced in my life, and it's not just like the the heartbreak that you get from a broken heart or from when a relationship ends, but really it's about the heartbreaks we encounter through life. It's the losses, the people that die, the friendships that we lose because for whatever reason people grow apart. I shared in the book. my motherhood journey and how difficult it was for me and how my first pregnancy um, ended in a miscarriage. And so it was all of these really personal things that resonated and touched the hearts of so many people that, that helped them through their own healing journey. And it was in that moment that I realized, wow, my love of writing is helping somebody else. And then from there, I just continued to write I continue to publish more books. I think at this point, I've written and published four, five books. I've edited two um, children's books. And then from that, my desire to want to reach more people was how my desire to create a podcast came about. And the first podcast that I ever created was the Empowerment Hour that was on Block Talk Radio. So it would air live like every week. It was like a, a radio show. And then I would um, re, like post the replay to it, right? So it's like when you go and stream a podcast, you could go and stream the replay of of the show. And so my first year out, With that podcast, this was when nobody was even podcasting, Um, you know. So there wasn't that many, (laughs) there wasn't that much competition. But the first year out, my podcast got nominated um, for best podcast content creator at the Hispanicized Tecla Awards in 2017. I got flown out to Miami for the awards show. Like it was a real to do. It was red carpet. Like it was, it was incredible. But I say all that to say that so many of the opportunities that I've had and that I still continue to get till this day are a result of me following my passion for writing and for storytelling. Everything that I do comes from that space. So whether it's my books, whether it's my podcast, whether it's me giving a keynote speech and sharing my story with audiences. Um, or me being on panel discussions, all of it is a result of my ability to be courageous enough to share my story. And so as you continue your own journey, I would ask you to start doing some self-reflection. If you're still struggling with identifying what your purpose is, look at yourself. Take some time to reflect on what you love doing and what comes naturally to you because sometimes it's in that. Sometimes your purpose is right in the things that come so easy to you that you don't even have to think twice about it. And then once you realize or recognize what that is, ask yourself, how can I use this? To help somebody else, to be of service, to make their day a little bit brighter, to bring a smile to their face, to feel more connected, to help somebody feel less alone. That, that's what it is, right? And if you don't have anything that you love doing right now, or if there's, you can't think of anything that comes naturally to you, then start exploring new hobbies. Try new things that can help you discover hidden talents, and passions, because sometimes it's in the things that you haven't done yet where you're gonna get that aha moment. That the minute you do it, you're like, wow, I didn't think that I was gonna enjoy this as much as I do, or wow, I didn't think I was as good at this as I really am, right? So sometimes you have to just explore different things. Do like Sandra uh, Rhymes did, like right? the Year of Yes, where you say yes to everything and you allow yourself to discover new things about yourself. Um, Something else that you can do to help you discover your passion or your purpose is maybe volunteering, right? Give back to your community and explore different areas of service to find what you're passionate about. Sometimes um, all you need to do is surround yourself in an opportunity to give back and that will help you discover something new about yourself. You can also take an online course to help you expand your knowledge or to explore different subjects that interest you. Um, If you don't want to take courses because you're done with taking courses and you don't want to do no more school or anything like that, maybe talk to your friends and family and get their insight and ask them what they think you're naturally great at. Ask them what would they come to you for and see what it is that they say to you. Because sometimes other people can see things in us that we can't see in ourselves, right? Um, something else that you can kind of do is consider your past experiences. What experiences have taught you valuable, valuable lessons or sparked a fire in you. And one other thing that I think um, we don't think about or talk about enough is listen to your intuition. What is your gut telling you, right? What feels right to you when you're doing it? And maybe you can kind of explore that a little bit. And then again, as with everything, you ask yourself, how can I use this thing, this gift, this skill to make an impact on somebody, And I think that once you allow yourself to be open to receive everything that the world has for you and you allow yourself permission to step away from what has been expected of you and truly follow your heart, that is where you are going to find your purpose. That is where you're going to find your joy And then you will see how unstoppable you're going to become because something happens when you are operating from the space of alignment versus a space where you feel like you have to do something. Because there's a difference from wanting to do something and having to do it. And when you want to do something, the opportunities are limitless. And when you do what you love you're not working. It's true what they say that find what you love and you will never work a day in your life. And the thing is that when you're passionate about something and when you love what you do and when it's serving others and when it's impacting and when you're contributing, people are going to want to be a part of that. People are going to want to get that energy that you're giving because everybody wants that. Everybody wants to have joy and happiness and to feel fulfilled and to to feel like their life matters and that they're contributing to the world around them. And so if you feel like you're stuck, if you feel like you've tried everything and still there's nothing that you have found, I would encourage you to continue looking. Don't settle. Don't give up. And even if you feel like success in your business isn't coming as quickly as it should because right maybe you have discovered your purpose and maybe you are operating in that purpose and you don't feel like you're receiving the recognition that you should be getting or you're not you're not feeling as successful as you should be feeling at this stage in the game i want you to stay faithful and understand that even your waiting season has purpose That sometimes in your waiting season, God is preparing you for the blessing. And sometimes he's preparing the blessing. But either way, stay hopeful, stay faithful, and remember that God's promises always come to pass. Because he would not put a dream in you, a vision in you, give you a goal or desire or anything in your heart without also giving you exactly what you need to make it come true. So don't lose hope and stay faithful. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of the Women of Faith podcast. I'm thrilled to have you as part of this empowering journey. Let's continue to inspire each other, lift one another up, and create a world where women of faith fearlessly and boldly pursue the life they were created for. Until our next episode, May your faith fuel your passion and your courage open doors of limitless possibilities. Stay boldly faithful and remember that you were created for more. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Woman of Faith podcast. If this episode blessed you, consider supporting us by leaving us a rating, giving us a review, writing a comment, and sharing with your network. And if you feel really moved, you can consider making a financial donation to the link in our episode notes. Until next time, I pray that you are blessed, that you step boldly into what God is calling you to do, and that you never forget that you were created for more.